Welcome back. Welcome back to the Yes Functional Longevity Podcast. We give you insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. My name is Chris Borda, best-selling author and owner of Yes Fitness. I want to thank you for taking some time from your day today to listen to what I have to say. You can get all our show notes at yesfitnessct.com. Head over to the podcast page and request the notes. We can give you any kind of notes you might have on today's podcast. We don't have any housekeeping, so we are going to get right into today's topic, which is, alas, a simple, inexpensive activity you can do anywhere to help you live longer. A lot of times people think we need to do all these kind of crazy things to be able to live longer, all these biohacks and things like that, when simply getting outside, walking briskly is going to do that for you. And I will talk about it in one second. So if we take a look at the ACSM and the CDC's guidelines for how much activity we should have in a week's time, so for, for substantial health benefits, Adults should do at least 150 minutes, like that's two hours and 30 minutes, or 300 minutes a week, 150 minutes, two and a half hours, two, not 100, let me start that again, because I have the numbers mixed up in my head. It's 150 minutes to 300 minutes. I got all messed up when I said two and a half hours to five hours. So 150 minutes to 300 minutes a week of moderate intensity activity. Or you want to do 75 minutes a week of vigorous intensity aerobic physical activity. Or any equivalent combination of these two amounts. That's what we're looking for to get substantial benefits of our movement that's according to ACSM and the Center for Disease Control, CDC. So walking has long been many people's go-to exercise, okay? And it's a great thing to do. You hear from your physician all the time to walk, walk, walk. Um, I talk about it recently first, reducing stress and controlling your cortisol. So I thought I would bring out a great study I found recently done by the UK. And we're going to take our walking to the next level to help us possibly live longer. So they have a new study of genetic data published of more than 400,000 UK adults. And it revealed a clear link between walking pace and a genetic marker of biological age. Pace is what's going to be the key or difference. So when I talked about stress and cortisol, we talked about getting out into the woods a little bit and just going for a stroll, not really trying to work, not get our heart rate up or anything like that. It wasn't a moderate intensity. It was just going for a walk. Doctors often just say go out for a walk. But this particular study was about the walking pace. And what it did was it confirmed a casual link between walking pace and leukocyte telomere length, LTL, which is an indicator of biological age. A Leicester-based team of researchers estimated that a lifetime of brisk walking, 
could lead to the equivalent of 16 years younger biological age by midlife. So yeah, we want to start this earlier in life. If you're watching this, maybe you're listening to this, it might be 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, whatever it might be. So maybe we didn't get started with a brisk walk years ago. But you can start now. It's never too late to start. The body is an amazing machine that will adapt to the overloads. So start now if you have to. If you haven't been doing it, get started. Research from the University of Leicester at the National Institute for Health Research, Leicester Biomedical Research Center, studied genetic data from 400 405,981 middle-aged UK biobank participants and found that a faster walking pace independent of the amount of physical activity was associated with a longer telomere length. Independent. So let's just review what a telomere is. Okay, telomeres are the caps at the ends of each of your chromosomes. They hold repetitive sequences of non-coding DNA that protect the chromosomes from damage. Similar to the way the cap at the end of your shoelace stops it from unraveling. It protects your DNA. Each time a cell divides, they're dividing all the time, millions of cells dividing all the time, these telomeres become shorter until a point where they become so short that the cell is no longer divided. And it's known as replicative, replic, replic, replicative senescing. Replicative sinensing. Couldn't get that out today, huh? Because of this, scientists considered LTL a strong mire, a strong marker for biological age, independent from when an individual was born. Although the relationship between telomere length and disease is not fully understood yet, the buildup of these senescent cells is believed to contribute to a range of symptoms we associate with aging, such as frailty and age-related diseases. Although physical, mental, social, and health benefits of walking are well documented, this study is very special. It is one of the first of its kind to compare genetic data with both self-reported walking speed as well as actual measurements of movement intensity from wearable activity tracking devices worn by participants. Um, increased research on association between walking, physical activity, and telomere length has been limited by inconsistent findings and a lack of high quality data. So what makes this study better is the research uses genetic data to provide strong evidence for casual link between faster walking pace and longer telomere length. Data from wrist-worn wearable activity tracking devices used to measure habitual physical activity also supported a strong role of habitual activity intensity, i.e. faster walking in relation to telomere length, to get up there and get moving. The study suggests measures such as habitual slower walking speed are a simple way of identifying people at greater risk of chronic disease or unhealthy aging. 
and that activity intensity may play an important role in optimizing interventions. So for example, in addition to increasing overall walking, goats are able to aim to increase the speed to their walk. If you're able to, we want you, let's see, these are people that can walk. If you're out there walking, let's increase the speed a little bit. So let's say you have a typical walking route that you do every day or twice a week, three times a week, whatever it might be. See if you can't get it done in a shorter period of time. Take, take the length of time it takes for you to do it now and see if we can't get it done in a shorter period of time. This is exciting and like all studies, it requires further research. But I mean, this is, this is nice to know. Let's get a move on out there. So if you're strolling with your dog and it's got to sniff and go to the bathroom and everything else like that, yeah, it's movement, it's activity, it's neat, and all those kind of things. Non-exercise activity thermogenesis. But it's the pace that's going to help the telomere length. So the researchers from the University of Leicester have previously shown using UK Biobank that as little as 10 minutes of brisk walking a day is associated with a longer life expectancy. As little as 10 minutes. Come on, people, we can do 10 minutes. And that a brisk walkers have up to 20 years greater life expectancy compared to slow walkers. Pick up the pace. This new study demonstrates a casual link between brisk walking and telomere length. And significantly, not the other way around. Well, let's talk about speeds here a little bit. Like what gait speed um, could we be talking about? Well, we already know gait speeds that are too slow increase the risk for fall. So in a in 44% of the participants in a particular study, gait speed that was below 1.0 meters per second indicated an increased fall risk. So what is 1.0 millimeters? 1 point meters per second, 1 point meters per second equals 2.24 miles per hour. So if you're walking in slower than 2.24 miles per hour, you may be an increased risk for falling. But what is 2.2 miles per hour? So walking speed standards and risk thresholds for community-dwelling older adults, this is community-dwelling adults, are well-established. These are numbers that are out there. So normal walking speeds for community-dwelling older adults who are generally healthy is a range of 0.9 to 1.3 meters per second. It's 0.9 to 1.3. Whereas walking speeds less than 0.0 to 0.7 are strong risk factors for poor health. So let me make it a little bit easier for you, okay? If you were to walk one mile, okay, in 15 to 22 minutes, the average pace would be 2.5 to 4 miles per hour. So if you go out for a walk for a mile and you're doing it, in 22 minutes or less, okay, we're walking faster, equal to or faster than 2.24 miles per hour or one meter per second. So we're not at a risk for falls 
and we're getting a little bit of a pace here. If it's taking you 15 minutes to walk that mile, you're walking at a four mile per hour pace. This is according to the Center for Disease Control. So you want to be out there thinking about this. So if you're out there going for a walk for a mile, just, just casually look at your watch. See how long it's taking you to do that. You want to be sure you'll be doing it in 22 minutes or less because if you're going slower than that, and if that's your regular normal walking pace, you're at a higher risk for falls. And it's generally probably not a speed at which we're going to get that brisk walk to get the benefits of the walk on our telomere length. I hope that math at the end here helps you out a little bit. I guess the bottom line to this, this study is let's not just be out there walking and strolling and chit-chatting. Let's be out there and doing some real serious get-it-going walking speed so that we can get those benefits for our life expectancy. I hope this information was helpful for you. I know I found it extremely interesting. Uh, I know I'm going to pick up the pace on my walk in the morning, although I probably get enough exercise in during the week. You probably get enough activity, 150 to 300 minutes. I certainly, it's intense, although my, it's a little bit less right now. Uh, lengthwise, getting prepared for my race coming up this Saturday. But when I go out for my stroll in the morning, I'm going to pick up the pace a little bit, make sure it's still there to help me reduce risk. I mean, pardon me, and reduce stress in my cortisol levels. But just picking up that pace could help my telomere length, which could help me live a longer life. So you can look for more information from us down here at Yes Fitness to help you get fit, feel younger, and live better next Tuesday at 3.30 here on Facebook or wherever else you might be listening to your podcast. Thanks for watching and have yourself a great evening.